You're listening to the Salty Sex Cast with Pamela and Mariah. Yeah, and what's puberty? The sex education you wish you had in high school. Maybe a diagram will help. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to episode two. Hey, congratulations. Six weeks later. Hey, you know, <laughs> we all have our learning curves and we had a big one. <laughs> <laughs> we did. Yeah, Mariah has been working steadfastly on getting the audio to work, and, and I appreciate her so much. Thank you, Mariah. Yeah, zero experience. YouTube is my best friend right now, so <laughs> thank you for everyone who's posted how to record <laughs> podcasts on there. Yes. Um, I also want to just thank everyone who's here and listening now, and you braved um, the first episode, and you're going to... You gotta listen to this one, so yay! Hopefully to the end. We'll yeah. see if we can keep you to the, the very end. Maybe we'll have a surprise. We need to do a challenge again. Yeah, we do. Oh, we can. <laughs> I did my homework. Did you do your homework? I, I did. I did. Good. Talk about Good that. for you. We should yeah. talk about that. Um, your challenge, I think, was to touch yourself everywhere but the nether regions yeah for, for about 15 minutes yeah it was good i turned on um an, an album or an ep that was 15 minutes long to oh, make cool. sure that i actually <laughs> fully did my homework timed it yeah uh-huh. i timed it nice yeah but i i got through it and it was a positive experience learn anything new about yourself i learned that i really like that Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. And I need to make my men do it to me more. Ooh, yes. yeah. <laughs> so we should introduce ourselves again since yes. it is only episode two. Yeah. So I'm Mariah. I am a board certified health and wellness coach and a certified health education specialist. I have my master's in health promotion education. <laughs> so a lot on the education part. Really heavy on that. Really heavy on... Um, hopefully knowing what I'm talking about, at least to an extent. Definitely not a sex expert. We've already talked about that. But I specialize in body image, stress relief, and family wellness is really my areas of interest. And I am Pamela, and I own a boudoir studio called Silk and Salt. Um, I am co-owner with my buddy Mateusz, who is a sweet Polish boy that... um, got a very innocent face so he's my photographer and he's amazing um and um i'm a wife to one and another partner to another i'm polyamorous and have three beautiful kiddos two of whom are grown and out of the house and one still living at home um and i'm an atheist and Love my life right now. It's freaking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we sh- maybe we should talk about just what's been going on this last year. <laughs> it feels like a year since it our last fit, episode. It has felt. But really, it's just been a few weeks. But <laughs> I have um, everyone asking us, when's the next episode? <laughs> yeah. So we've really pushed it hard, but hopefully we can get this all up and rolling and it'll be really smooth from here on out. Yeah. Um, so talk to me about anything special that's been going on this last week with you. Always busy. Um, coaching lots of clients. Um, you know, family things are good. There's... Um, there was actually a really funny story that happened at the gas station. And as soon as it happened, I was like, oh, this is going to be a good story. So I was just really in a conversation, like deep in a conversation with a girlfriend who, you know, we were walking into the gas station together and um, I wasn't really paying attention, like who we were walking up towards. It was just another man and I hadn't paid attention that he was probably just like totally just staring us down. But now we're like, less than five feet apart and he's all hey and I was all ew <laughs> just that was my knee-jerk reaction and it wasn't ew you're gross or ew don't talk to me it was ew like you don't have permission to just come up to me I was not giving you any feedback that I was interested no signals at, at all like I was oblivious to this person <laughs> even coming up to me but so I was just like it's just kind of rude like 
watch what you're going up to, I guess. Yeah. Like, feel feel the, yeah. the atmosphere. Right. Read so, the situation. But it was just so knee-jerk reaction, and it was really loud. I mean, he totally saw and heard my probably my crazy facial expression. And I was like, ew. <laughs> um, but it was more just like, ew, you're rude. Mm. Like, that was very, very rude. Yeah. Um, and so I'm just laughing and we're running into peace. I'm like, I have to hurry me now because I'm laughing so hard. And I was like, I can't believe I just did that so aggressively. But he also kind of came at us out of nowhere, like in a little aggressively and definitely creeper status. Like I would never have like reciprocated that attention at all. So you audibly said, ew. I audibly <laughs> said, ew. And I'm sure my face was like, ew, fuck you. Like... <laughs> Um, but I really, I was just, yeah. So that was my funny story. And it just had me giggling the rest of the day. And I was like, I can't believe, like, that was just, I'm usually a little bit more guarded, a little more polite <laughs> in public. But I was just caught off so off guard. And that was my knee-jerk reaction. So heads up, if you come at me out of the blue, I might go, ew. <laughs> anyway, what about you, Pamela? Oh, I've had an interesting week. Yeah, so a couple nights ago, I came out to my parents as polyamorous um not because i really intended to but because my husband and i decided that we don't give a fuck anymore who knows (laughs) and so he started posting things on his facebook page and tagging me in them with um he and his partner and me and my partner and um my mom saw the post which we knew she would and Mm -hmm. then she wrote me texted me Asking if he and I were wife swapping. (laughs) Which, first of all, I'm like, fuck you, it's husband swapping. But also, (laughs) no. (laughs) We, um, you know, I I told her that, no, that was, in fact, not the case, but that we were polyamorous. And we got into um, a really interesting, I don't know, I wouldn't say discussion. It was more like she attacked me repeatedly. And... I tried to calmly defend myself or our situation. Or not even... I didn't get defensive. It was more like I just shared my feelings about it with her. And she did not like what I was doing and told me she was ashamed of me and embarrassed of me. Mm -hmm. And wanted me to unfriend all of her friends on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) That part, I know it's... I've, you know, I've shared this with, with quite a few people now in our, our Facebook group and, um, and everybody's been really riled up about it, but I'm just like, ah, that's just my mom. And I find it really funny that she thinks that, first of all, I, I necessarily want to be friends with all of her friends on Facebook. <laughs> like, hey, you're, so you're giving me an out to unfriend all of our weird, super Republican relatives. Okay. But um, but I told her no. I was like, those people should have the choice whether or not they want to be my friends on Facebook. You can't preemptively decide that they don't want that. And, you know, they might be offended that I unfriended them because everyone's world revolves around themselves. It's not your job to censor what other people see either. No, and it's their job. If they don't want to see it, I don't know. So. Yeah. That's, I read some of those messages you showed those to me, and I was just like, oh, so riled up for you. And I just want to hats off to you for staying so calm and staying so true to what's important to you. And being able to, like, leave a lot of that, like, hurts emotion, you know, regardless if it was there or not. You were able to just, this is who I am. This is how it is, you know. And trying to... Maybe not explain for her understanding or acceptance, but just, I don't know. I didn't feel like it was defensive either, but yeah, she really came at you and it was really, really hard to read and then a mother would write that. And so I was just heartbroken to see that someone would write that at all. Anyway, yeah, I wanted to let you know that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was not fun, but also, you know, I know my mother and it was the reaction I expected. So, mm-hmm. so I think next week we will have a really good episode about coming out. <laughs> It'll be a good time. family. Yes. Yeah. And well, and just coming out in general with anything, even if it's coming out, I'm not interested in the church that we grew up in. Because yeah. that's definitely my experience in growing up LDS. So. Yeah. And I have a friend who came out as asexual recently, and she had a lot of negative feedback of, 
well, we just haven't found the right person yet. And <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to snort, cause that, but it is. It's, it's ridiculous, though, that people won't respect you when you say, this is who I am and how I am, and, and they want to make excuses for you so that you fit in their box. Yes. That's frustrating. They want that definition. They want that, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. We'll push you outside the box easily. Mm-hmm. So um, we can segue into the subject today so we don't dwell on negative stuff. Yeah, super, super smooth transition, for sure. <laughs> um, well, the title might have given this away with spit or swallow. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk about oral sex and what that entails and health implications um, on personal experiences, good, bad, weird, awkward. <laughs> um there's a few definitions that I think, I'm sure when we hear fellatio, a lot of people at least can refer to, like, oh, that's oral sex of some kind. Um, and cunnilingus. And cunnilingus. Which I think is, most people know that one. Oh, right? I didn't know that one. You like, didn't? Well, I, not until, like, I was, like, in college. I was oh, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's fun to say. Like, instead of calling <laughs> someone a cunt, I want to start being like, that cunnilingus. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then there's irimatio. And analingus. So, um, fellatio and aromatio are both stimulus of the penis with the mouth, but fellatio is just stimulating the penis to like either get erect or excited or anything with oral. And then aromatio is like the actual action of going like in and out of mouth with the penis or up and down kind of yeah. like with the head type thing. Open mouth open. <laughs> Paint it so beautifully. <laughs> Penetration. Yeah. Of the mouth. There you go. Right? Yeah, that's a really... Is that a good descriptor? Much better than that. (laughs) I'm like trying to sit here and bobblehead. Yeah. Yeah. We need video. That's what we need. We do. But yeah, so just some fun things, some new definitions if you hadn't heard those words now you know. Yeah, I haven't heard. The scientific, obviously analingus speaks for itself. That's, you know, ass to mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Um, is that something you have done or enjoy? No. Yeah. No. We've, we've, I know we've brought it up a little bit with like anything with bums and butt stuff. Oh yeah. You don't like, like the butt stuff. That's right. I remember you saying that last episode. So I like, I love anal sex and mm-hmm. we should have an episode on that too. But, um, but I've always been really freaked out about anyone's mouth getting near my mm-hmm. anus or by like I, that that's a line for me. Like, I can't. <laughs> I'm not going to lick your asshole. I'm sorry. Oh, like, oh. I just can't go there. I would maybe, maybe, itty bitty, tiny bit consider receiving. Yeah. But then I wouldn't be able to kiss you after. Right? That's, that's so sad for me to admit, but I'm like, I can't. I know what comes issue. out. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> so so I've, let, I've let that happen twice. Um, receiving. And... It was in one way enjoyable, but in another, it was like, oh, this is so disgusting. I don't know. Like, I'm too uptight about this. (laughs) I can't just, like, relax and be like, whoa, this is fun. No. See, I was, like, so scarred at such an impressionable age, like, when Two Girls, One Cup video came about. I think, like, I was, like, a teenager, and I was like, oh, God. It's a video of a guy shitting in a cup and two girls eat it oh from god oh yes right Mariah. right fuck that's... yeah so now that's what comes to mind anytime i think of assholes i was like i can't i can't do it <laughs> so i apologize if that is something that someone doesn't enjoy i i'm not here to judge we are totally not here to judge we want to let everybody know everything that we put on the table is a good take it or leave it yeah and we respect you for knowing that that's something that's your limit line and you do you boo yeah like, i don't ever want to shame someone for their lifestyle they're either that they're um like more traditional than we are mm-hmm. or more on the other end of that spectrum. more fringe but hey yeah. we're also not going to pretend that we're not disgusted by things that we're disgusted by because everyone's different exactly and so we just want i just wanted to put that out there is like i don't want anyone to feel shame because of what we talk about. Yeah. Because I, I feel like there's just too much of that in the fucking world. Yeah. So, but I'm yeah. not going to eat your shit. No, I won't. So that's why when I threw out 
um, the names for our podcast when we were first like thinking about it, I was like, it could be two girls, one mic. Because when we first started, we just had one mic. We do have two now. We have our own. Um, we leveled up. So that's why I thought it was so funny. <laughs> Highly inappropriate and kind of disgusting at the same time. We did not go with that name, um, obviously. But yeah, that's why it made it funny. So if you didn't know the two girls, one cup, the two girls, one mic wouldn't have made much sense to you. You have to explain that every Sorry. episode. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, so let's talk about, um, let's, we're going to talk a little bit about health implications of oral sex, but then we also want to talk about, you know, personal stuff, personal preferences, and maybe other people's experiences we've had. So, so that I don't forget, let me start with, um, we had a really interesting meeting. So I, I run this really fantastic Facebook group that's connected with my photography brand. So it's all the clients, um, former clients of, of mine, and then their friends. And um, it is the most fucking awesome group. Would you agree, Mariah? I would. It's a really safe, safe place that you can say things that were... It's, it, I feel like our podcast... Well, and honestly, that's why I approached you with the podcast, because you did run this group. Because it's so... it's. Let us be us. Right. And, and talk about the hard things. Right. And and I'm, you know, I, this is not like a braggadocious thing. It's all of the people that have joined the group and just the caliber of clients that we have that have made this group so fucking amazing. So anyway, we, um, we've had a couple of in-person meetings where we just talk about sex, just yeah. open up and whatever issues there are about sex. And our second meeting, um, we ended up talking a lot about oral sex and... There were ladies in there that were like, <clears throat> I would, I just hate doing it. I hate mm-hmm. giving. Um, some of them didn't like receiving because they felt self-conscious about somebody being down there. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But one of the ladies, you know, she shared her experience that she used to hate, hate, hate it. And um, just the thought of it was just gross. And performing it was just uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And then she had um, she the the man, her partner that she's been seeing for a while, sent her like a sexy picture um, of him. It was like girl porn. So it was him cleaning the shower, and his dick was hanging down, <laughs> kind of <laughs> somewhat erect. <laughs> and something about that triggered her. And she was like, I want that in my mouth. Maybe because it was... Role reversal? I don't know. Possibly. That is really cool. I would have to say one of my biggest hang-ups with oral for a long time, and I've been able to get over this myself, um, is that it's a power move on men. And they can hold your head down there, you know, and it's kind of like... You're saying you're giving them the power. Yes. That's why I say you're being like the submissive one. Yeah. And they're holding um, that, like the cards in their hand type thing. And so it was always, that's how I felt like I was treated. That's how I felt like it kind of was. It was like here and I'm literally down on my knees. And so it was just a very weird experience for me for a long time. Um... Until I kind of reversed that. And I was like, bitch, guess what? Who has the control now? I got your dick in my mouth. Right? I mean, that's how I so, see it. So, it? yeah, it had to be a very natural, like, and I, it was mental, not natural, sorry. Mm. It was a very mental hurdle to get over that. And so I'm wondering, that's just my theory with that role reversal for her, that she was able to get over mm. that mental and barrier. She suddenly felt like, boundary. yeah, she had the power. Yeah. Certainly, I feel powerful when I do it. Yes. I love giving. Like and I really do. I mean. And and um I'm like, dude, I could bite your dick off anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Don't piss me off. But no no, like I mean I love I love giving because it, it feels selfless, but it feels exciting too to excite your partner in that way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're kinda like, ooh, I'm I'm able to do this for you. Yeah. And I definitely feel once I was able to get over that mental hurdle, mm-hmm. which took a long time, a lot of heartache, um, and a lot of um stress between my partner and I during that time. Mm-hmm. Cause it was like, Why don't you ever do this? you know? And it was just like because I had this relationship with it. 
Yeah. It's not all, like, it just makes me feel dirty and wrong and that, like, you're using me. Yeah. And so to be able to finally get over that um, with my partner and stuff, it has increased that with us, but... So did, did 69 help at all that you could, like, give and receive at the same time? Has that ever been... Yeah, yeah, like, that was something, you know, and I wasn't ever, like, completely 100% refusing and, like, no, I can't do this, mm-hmm. but it was a little weird mental game, and I had to, like, hype myself up, so if mm-hmm. it was kind of sprung on me or almost, like, boo-hoo, I'm not getting it, that yeah. type of, I was, like... Mm. So if you felt manipulated into it, kind of, oh, or... I, yeah, and I almost wouldn't even use that yeah. word. Yeah, like, I almost felt like I was slightly guilted, you mm-hmm. know, I'm, like, yes, I don't, I haven't been giving this to you, and I really, you know, I want to be mm-hmm. able to. yeah. But this is just a weird mental hang-up for me, and it's nothing about you. So hard to explain that to a partner when you're in the heat of a moment. Yes. And they feel rejected. Yes. And they're on display, you know, and then all of a sudden you're like, ew, no. Mm-hmm. And so I can totally see where there's tons and tons of hang-ups for everybody, all, you know, giving and receiving. Yeah. Yeah, so I would say... Um, Continuing to still push my comfort zone, mm-hmm. but then being able to slightly um, talk to my partner. And a lot of times it was after the fact or after the moment, you know, had passed and we're done. Um, and then it was being able to articulate, hey, I'm not saying no because of this and I'm sorry, you know. And so, no, it's, it's taken lots and lots of time and patience. <laughs> so anyway, I didn't want to drone on about that, but no. that I can definitely see is like a a big hang-up for some people and the whole even that spit or swallow is a thing yeah. that you have to talk about so people are like oh no now there's this expectation of how I'm supposed to perform right um, you know so even that is another stressor for some people on hang-up we can kind of go into since we just talked about spit or swallow we can yeah. go into the health implications because that's a big one for a lot of people um especially what, like men in their 40s have um, like quadrupled over the past few years of coming out with throat cancer and um, and cancer of like the tonsils. Yeah. And so they've been able to trace it back to HPV, which oh, I always seem to fuck up this word. Pap, okay, human papillomavirus something. <laughs> you, you did well. HPV, yeah. you go look it up. You all have a smart device in yeah. your hand. You can look it up. But anyway, so this is um, just a sexually transmitted disease. Many, 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 many people have. It's easily transmitted. Um, they and, have. And I like to think that the reason that those numbers have increased is because more men are doing their duty. Yeah. And going down on their women. Woohoo. Right. So let's let's hope. Let's hope. I mean we'll try to get a, yeah. a silver lining out of all these <laughs> yeah. people suffering from throat <laughs> Um but no, and so it is a thing. I mean, there's obviously cervical cancer is caused by HPV mm-hmm. and so they're noticing too that now there is this cancer that's being caused and, and women still can suffer from cancer as well, yeah. giving oral sex to men or when other females too. So this mm-hmm. isn't but the reason that they jumped on the research is because, like, the spike just came out of nowhere with all these men coming down with throat cancer. So they have to right. try to trace it back. But, um, you know, there's there's not all bad things with oral sex. Obviously, it can be um, a way to transmit other sexually transmitted diseases um, and infections. You know, we have STIs. And so... There's ways to prevent that. Yeah. There's condoms. Absolutely. There's flavored condoms Absolutely. out there. There's, there's dental dams. Yeah. Which you can make a dental dam out of just a regular condom by cutting it open. Um, so you never have an excuse. You, you should always have protection with you, right? Um, and so you never have an excuse. If you have a condom with you, you can cut it open and use it. Um, on the woman's labia and vaginal opening to protect you from yeah, like um, kind of like HPV. a like a little sheet of saran wrap. <laughs> you can also use a sheet of saran wrap if you don't like, have a condom. On, let me go down to the kitchen. Yeah, business. I mean a dental dam is anything that um, any kind of thin plastic that you can yeah. put over. Just don't swallow that. 
Um, yeah, so there's ways that you can protect yourself. So don't let that be a huge hang-up if that is the reason that you're not performing or um, receiving oral sex. Um, and women can catch HPV from men who are carriers, but there's no way for us to test and see if men have it and what strains yes. they have. There are certain strains of HPV that are more likely to lead to cancer than others. So yeah, it's really important to mm-hmm. go get your pap smear, ladies, and figure out what's mm-hmm. in your body. Because pretty much, what is it, like 90% of the population has HPV yeah. of some kind? And they do have the, the Gardasil, Gar- mm-hmm. which is the um, va- oh my gosh. vaccine. Vaccine. I was going to say vaccination. That was, <laughs> I don't know, that talking words. That would have been real cute. <laughs> Um, yeah, vaccine, and that's, you know, a preventive measure, so we're not even passing it along. Um, so, and you can start that as young as 10 years old as they can start getting that. Yeah, but there um, is an age at which the vaccine won't work for you anymore, so yeah. you can be too well, old you're already, for it. And you can already be exposed to it yeah. and then still get the vaccine, and the vaccine's a moot point, you know, because it's already there. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's, there's options, and so those help them implications yes they are serious and they can lead to serious diseases and infections but there's also ways to educate yourself Mm -hmm. for prevention of spread and to still enjoy that with somebody that you want to um and you know when i started having more casual sex i i had a lot of freakouts about stis and Mm -hmm. um so i did some research i was like okay what is the, the likelihood really of yes. catching any of these <laughs> things? Because because I was like, okay, I'm I'm done. Like I, I think I'm ready to be monogamous just because I don't want to fucking catch, you know, mm-hmm. chlamydia or whatever. And um, so I looked it all up, and and honestly, like your risks are pretty low. Now the HPV that's a little <laughs> bit mm-hmm. scarier, um, but. You shouldn't be constantly worried about, you shouldn't let that get in the way mentally of you enjoying whatever kind of sex. Yes, use protection. It's safer sex. It's not safe sex. That's yeah. the point I'm trying to make is that, that even using protection, you can't guarantee that you won't catch anything. But the likelihood of you catching anything is low enough that mm-hmm. you really shouldn't let it become a source of anxiety for you. Yeah, exactly. And we can talk a whole lot about oh, how yeah. health departments and that and and we grew up in Utah. We're from we're here recording in Utah, where our sex education has failed horribly, and it was a lot of fear and aversion to try to get kids and to be abstinent. And so, of course, it was like the worst thing that could happen to you is get, you know, genital warts or something. <laughs> right. You know, but I was like. Oh. You know, there are, there are worse things. Yeah. Um, and there are a lot of STIs you can catch that they do have cures for, you know, like... Yeah, you yeah, take, it's not something you have to... Take an antibiotic and mm-hmm. it takes care of the problem, so... It's uncomfortable. It's educate yourself. Yeah. But, you know, it happens and yeah. we get the flu, you know? It's just yeah. the flu for your dick. The <laughs> <laughs> flu for your dick. <laughs> um, no, don't try to go out and catch anything. Please don't. Um... <laughs> But there's also health benefits to yes, oral there sex. Are. Yeah, tell let's, us about let's those, not just, This is not a negative day. We have good things too. Yes. Um, so actually, there are. Um, if you happen to want, if you are a swallower and wanted to know, there's five calories per teaspoon of cum in but there. Yeah. So you're getting a little <laughs> bit of nutrients. It's not going to throw your diet. Mm-hmm. You can still, you know, I just wanted to know if you wanted to understand what that came from. So what is the makeup of cum then as far as, like, what do those calories break down to? Do you know? Is I, it protein? I think I'm, protein, sh- I'm pretty it sure it's like? mostly protein. Well, there's obviously sugars in there because the sperm have to eat off of something. You know, they need, oh, yeah. they need the semen sus- yeah, sustenance. Carbohydrates. Um, so, yeah, so there's some carbs in there, but I couldn't tell. I'm sure there's not any. You know, I didn't research that. <laughs> That's okay. But anyway. I don't expect you to know we're not sex experts. We, we already made our disclaimer. I, we're not sex yeah. Experts. <laughs> it's okay. Um, but semen also has like cortisol and melatonin and serotonin. Mm-hmm. So these are like 
mood stimulators, um, sleep um, inducers, antidepressants, things like that. So even if you're, you know, if you are swallowing, also if they're ejaculating inside of you, you're still absorbing that, which is kind of interesting. So it doesn't matter where they ejaculate inside of you. Yeah. You still get the benefits. Yeah, you, you, well, I mean, I'm sure if it's like, they ejaculate somewhere on your body and just wipe it away. Well, I mean inside that. of oh, yes, you. inside of you and your body Whether absorbs that. Whether it's your that. mouth or mm-hmm. your anus or your vagina. Yeah, because your body okay. absorbs all of that back in. And so... I um, wonder if it's more efficient, though, to absorb it through your mouth than other ways. Because you digest di- it. Yeah, because uh-huh. your digestive enzymes, maybe. Yeah. That would okay. be, be interesting to know. Or if it's straight in you, because then you just bypass the whole digestive system. It doesn't break all those down, and it just gets dispersed throughout yeah. the body. Oh, that's a good thing. You know, point. like when people used to soak tampons and things so they can uh-huh. bypass the, which is so sad and gross. And uh-huh. don't do that. That is highly scary. <laughs> There's a lot of bad things that can happen yeah. with that. Anyway, um, but there is um, this quote from the CDC that I'll read to you. But it says, national statistics show that most Americans have some experience with oral sex beginning in the early teen years. Almost half of teens and almost 90% of adults aged 25 to 44 have had oral sex with someone of the opposite sex. So there's a lot of oral going around is what we're talking about. I mean, and if you're thinking of all the STIs and everything that are out there, if 95% of, you know, like, I don't know if this is consistent, but it's just saying how many people have, mm-hmm. um, you know, we, yeah. there's some, but there's some risk of catching STIs is lower with oral than with other mm-hmm. forms of sex. So that's another good reason to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about, um, giving to men versus giving to women because you know a lot of times when we talk about oral sex the focus is really male centric do you feel that that's true oh yeah Yeah. oh yeah like you know like even like everyday sayings where it's like suck my dick versus like eat my pussy (laughs) (laughs) chomp on this clam bitch (laughs) oh I think I need to say that next time I get in a fight with someone just like crotch chop myself okay anyway we're done with that so (laughs) um so we've talked about we've we've both given to both men and women correct Mm -hmm. um do you have a preference is there one that you like over the other and if so why you know i think it's more enjoyable for men for me to give to men Mm -hmm. um for one there's my party trick my my skill set is better with men. I can pop my jaw to socket. Oh, yes, what? yes. So I can open my mouth really, really good. Is this a trick you can teach people? No, like I have, like it's like just a just, you were mouth born form. that way. <laughs> yeah, it's they call it TMJ, but mine is so severe, and I've had braces three times. They've tried to fix it, but I'm like, you know, maybe I'm just gonna embrace this yeah just skill. use it to your benefit so that's not my only reason i like men um you know i think it's uh, i feel like men are like more um instant gratification mm. it like, takes longer with women or? it takes longer with women but then like um and it's still kind of like not guaranteed you know like mm. we talked about like orgasm not required yeah. you know but like i felt like I, I feel like a lot of times that is, like, the reason for oral sex. And I'm like, I need to back off and just be like, just have fun down there. It's yes. not just to get someone to come. No. And so. And, in fact, if you're doing a good job, it should take them a long time to come. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because it's, it's about job. to build up. It's a little sore. <laughs> my tongue. So, so my issue with going down on women is that I don't have the opportunity enough, unfortunately. <laughs> Your muscles are. <laughs> and my muscles are weak. So I always wake up the next day with a sore throat. Oh. Because the back of my tongue, I don't use those muscles yeah. when eating or drinking. Like I do gotcha. with giving oral. Mm-hmm. Even with a man, like you just don't. It's a different movement. It, oh, oh, very, very much. Right? I mean, you and, don't just hang out on that tip of that head with flicking right. your tongue. And, and I am dedicated. I am a dedicated oh. giver. <laughs> so, you know, like I will go down on a woman for a very long time until she basically tells me, okay, that's enough, or she comes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so, yeah, I always wake up the next day and, and then I freak out because I'm like, oh my God, did she give me something? When really I'm just I'm like, oh yeah, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. It's just been a while since I've done this. <laughs> you should just get like a gobstopper and like one of those jawbreakers and train. You're like, hold on, I got to do, it's like your 15 minutes of Kegels. You got to do your 15 minutes <laughs> looking. Right. Um, yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see. I I would have to say majority. No, not even majority. All of my women interactions have been, you know, just kind of um, less than two minutes or so. You know, it's just kind of like a foreplay thing yeah, or, yeah. you know, like playing around. Um, like I said, there's always a male involved with those yeah. interactions. And so I couldn't tell you how that is for me um you were saying you were talking to some girlfriends and decided that you were all 20 percenters did we talk about that in the podcast last episode how lesbian we are the the lesbian continuum um (laughs) so it's like a scale that goes from one to six and you know, it's like, how lesbian are you? And we're all drunk and just talking about this. And I and I was, like, sitting there thinking, and I'm all, you know, I wouldn't say, like, I'm bi. Like, I wouldn't go there because, like I said, I'm like, but I really enjoy the look of females, the feel of female skin. Um, you know, breasts are really awesome. Um, <laughs> things like that. So I'm like, I would say I'm a good two and a half. <laughs> Like, or two to two and a half, definitely when I'm drinking, it definitely increases a little bit. I think, well, just mainly because my, my, um, self-conscious barriers are dropped when I'm drinking. And so Um, I'm like, whatever, like I'm going to be okay with what I want right now. Yeah. And so it's not that So maybe in reality, you're more like a three, (laughs) but maybe social pressure makes you a two and a half. So anytime I ever think of a woman or woman or anything like that, like it's, there's usually always a man involved. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because it's like, Ooh, double the power now, you know, double the fun. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know. That's kind of just how it is in my brain, but we're not talking about my, we're not talking about lesbianism today, so <laughs> we won't stay too long on it. So, But I'm fine going down there. It wasn't anything that I'm like, ew, no. Mm. I will say shaving makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Um, like if there's hair or no hair or like if you got like a five o'clock shadow and I'm going to come up with like Velcro feeling <laughs> like I just had like Velcro all rubbed all over my mouth. Yeah. Like that's going to be a little rough. Um, yeah, I like even it men. short. Yeah, even men too. Like I like it short down there but not shaved. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, and even men, because some hair does grow on the shaft, and when you're giving head, you can, you know, you can feel, feel it. it. Mm-hmm. And so if there is a lot, or if it's, like, super prickly, it's like, okay, either wax or leave it or yeah, something. Do some, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of, and it's hard, because I'm sure they can't see everything down there. It's kind of hard, just like women can't see everything down there. Also, <laughs> tell you there's plenty of times. Yeah, also smell is a huge factor smell for me. Oh my God. Huge. Smell is always huge for me in sex, mm-hmm. but um, especially with oral, because there are so many things that can Well, you have your mouth wrong. open, yeah. and then, so you're breathing through your nose. Guess what? You're going to, yeah, like you're smelling everything. <laughs> everything. And so, you know, if it's been like a long day, mm-hmm. if you've been a little sweaty, yeah. um, obviously yeah. like the pheromones are fantastic. Like I'm not going to complain about those. No. Um, it's usually kind of, hey, maybe just a little freshen up real fast. Like there's, there's specific wipes that are for you that are pH balanced that are good for like a clean, like to clean up or pre-clean, like prep. Yeah. So they sell them at every sex store that I've seen. Um, I'm sure they're online. I'm sure even like Amazon sells them and I couldn't tell you there's different brand names. I couldn't even tell you what we use, but it's a great, um, you know, and um, just kind of prep the area. Like if you don't want to hop in the shower yet or something, or you don't want to like lose the, um, uh, like out of the blue spontaneity. That's Mm. what I was trying to think Mm of. (laughs) Um, so if you don't want to lose like the, the fun spontaneity of like oral sex can bring, you know, just maybe, maybe have one of those wipes handy and a condom. Yeah. Then you prep for everything. <laughs> You're ready to go. But yeah, so there's ways, but yeah, I would say smells are huge. Um, um, and being cold is such a huge thing for me. Yeah. So if someone's eating me out and I'm cold, my whole body, and I'm like, hmm. so there's been times I've thrown my comforter just on top of my top body. <laughs> 
<laughs> and been like, have fun down there. Yeah. I'm cold, you know. Um, Could you put some fuzzy socks on me? <laughs> so true. But yeah, so there's like things that can make or break that moment. Um, I think like there's fun, fun times like driving in the car. It's quite easy, you know, like roadhead. Oh, yeah. You know, like you can do that for a man easier than you could for a woman. Sure. Um, but, you know, there's, there's other things that kind of go into oral sex. Again, technique is so different. Everybody's so different. Everybody gets off so differently. Mm-hmm. And so it's to kind of just explore and find that with your partner. Yeah, I think we're going to talk about this a lot throughout all of these episodes yeah. is how important communication and sex is. Mm-hmm. That if you are not willing to open up and tell your partner what you like, mm-hmm. then you can't get upset if they're not doing what you like. Mm-hmm. And you have to be willing to ask them too what they want and, yeah. you know, follow instruction and be humble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, that's one thing my, my husband says all the time, you know, like be more verbal. Like, during sex, yeah. and so I was like, oh, do you want me to boss you around? I can fucking tell you what to do. But I think it's more like, ooh, I like that, or mm. stayed there, you know, like, yeah. harder, faster, whatever that is, you know, or but fuck it, no, don't. Yeah. <laughs> 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 or, yeah, don't or do fuck th- no, don't, don't do stick that. Your yeah. in my you know, whatever that is. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, yes, it does look different for everyone, and so to try to be without, you know, I'm sure we're all, like, worried about killing the mood, but yeah. still, like, hey, I have needs, and you have needs, and I'm yeah. willing to listen. Um, and I think you can talk about it in a way that doesn't kill the mood, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just practice. I know. It's, like, kind of whispers. Because com- it's about being comfortable with, with your partner, your partner enough mm-hmm. to say whatever is on your mind. Mm-hmm. It's so important. Yeah. But um, there's a huge taboo still around oral sex. Um, especially in religious communities yes um and especially here in utah you know it's like you have the you know the lds church who is you know must be a virgin before getting you know before you're married like you must be that and so then you get these weird expectations that are like well oral's okay and you know we're all gonna do oral because but that's not Right, because it's not. Well, there's this whole kind of joke here that like anal isn't really sex. So all of the kids at BYU are having anal sex too, so that they're virgins when they're married. But but it's kind of the same with oral. It's like oh, it doesn't count. Yeah, you know, and even non-religious kids, I think, feel that way. That Mm -hmm. oh, we're still virgins because we've only had oral sex, so it doesn't count. So would you say if you've had oral sex, you're not a virgin? I would. Oh, okay. Fuck yes. Interesting. There are many, many ways to have sex. I think if you're touching someone and letting them touch you mm-hmm. in a way for you to get off and for them to get off or get turned on even, even mm-hmm. if you're not getting off, you're having sex. It could be, you know, not even involve the genitals in my mind. Yeah. Like, what was that one movie, 40 Days and 40 Nights, where he gets her off with like a rose or something? <laughs> It's an older movie. <laughs> anyway. But yes. Because um, he's just like stroking her body oh, with a rose. Because gotcha. for Lent, he gave up sex. Oh. Yeah. I can't even remember the actors who were in it. It's, anyway. Probably early 2000s rom-com. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Um, but there's, you know, we're in Utah. The LDS Church is very present in our state. Um, they have actually came out with a formal statement in 1982 that says the first presidency has interpreted oral sex as continuing or uh, sorry, as constituting an unnatural, impure or unholy practice. If a person is engaging in a practice which troubles his enough to ask about it, he should discontinue it. So this is like talking about, and I think that letter was released to like bishops and anyone who's doing any type of interviews to see if they were temple worthy. Mm. So, and they do kind of talk about like, have you been moral and chaste and things in these interviews? And then um, I guess this letter was misinterpreted. So then you had bishops like, so do you engage in oral sex, which is highly inappropriate to ask some of these teenagers because you can start going to the temple when you're 14. Um, and even married couples, like, how awkward would that be? Yeah. 
And so then they had to come out and be like, well, if they just ask about you or ask about it. So if you're interviewing this person and they're like, so, you know, like, let's say that the bishop's like, hey, are you moral and chaste and blah, blah, blah. Do you feel like you're ready for this? And you're like, well, I do this. I eat my wife out (laughs) nightly. She (laughs) loves it. Can you imagine that? God, fuck. So there's so many people who are still behind doors and shameful because it is between a man and a wife, you know, very traditional and what they say that that should be a marriage, you know, and it's very consensual and they both enjoy it. Like no one feels like pressured or coerced or anything like that. And then to say that you can't practice your religion fully because that's how you're practicing your, your marriage, um, like sexuality inside your marriage. I don't know. So there's my whole two cents. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> I just suck a dick and get over it. You know what? And I think my theory is that they weren't getting head. I so this first presidency, all this men of first presidency, all these men were like, you know what? If we're not getting it, no one no else one can. Because <laughs> um, I just don't see how that's unnatural. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we should probably also just talk about our our background a little bit. Um, I was raised Catholic. Mm-hmm. And then at 21, when I was living in Tennessee, I converted to Mormonism because my oh, in-laws yeah. were Mormon and my husband, I was already married at the time, um, was raised that way, but not practicing. And, and so I was Mormon for 14 years and then became atheist. And you were raised... I, I, yeah, I came, um, I, you know, I was born into a very Mormon family. I was blessed. I was baptized when I was eight. Um, I swore the day I was baptized. So then I was like, everyone was like, well, now you're not clean anymore. And I was like, well, fuck it from here. <laughs> and I've, I've always just been, I have problems with authority and people telling me what to do and me not trying to learn on my own. And I think we actually talked about this last yeah. time, but Um, And from there, I just questioned everything. And I really, really struggled to have, like, what they call your own testimony. Um, And I just didn't get it. And I was like, do you guys not see what I see? Mm -hmm. I Like, am I the only person? And I would just look around, like, at church and be like, how are you okay with what's going on right now? Yeah. How are you guys all hoity-toity when I see, you know... I know you're fucking your neighbor's wife, dude. Like, you know, like people in like your ward who are like high up or whatever. Yeah. I just really, really struggled with it. And then so as a teenager, I was a little fucker and just um, went really against it. And so um, it wasn't until right before I met my husband that I was like, I should go to church. That's probably why I'm so unhappy because that's what they tell you. That is what they tell you. Um, you know, you're unhappy because you're not practicing the church. And so, yeah, I don't know. It's been a, it's a... It's been a hate, okay with hate relationship. <laughs> and currently it is just, I'm so sorry that this is how you view life because it is so in the sand. Um, you feel you're missing out on, anyway. Yeah. If you're LDS and you are enjoying it, I'm happy for you. Yeah. Um, please also let other people be happy in their own state yeah, too. That's absolutely. all I'm saying is we don't need to convert everybody. Right. And everybody can be very, very happy in their own different things. And I'm happiest not practicing. Right. And but certainly yeah. our our history, our individual histories have definitely informed mm-hmm. how we mm-hmm. feel oh, yeah. about things. And oh, so I that's was in that bishop's that interview in. where I've been asked, do you give oral sex? Do you receive oral sex? Really? As a 15-year-old girl oh, in a room God. alone with a middle-aged man. Oh my God, Mariah! In fucking appropriate. Yeah. In unappropriate. No, inappropriate. Inappropriate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fuck, I can't talk. Anyway, but yeah, and so it's just, I just. Since then. Yeah. I'm like none of your fucking business. Yeah. His cock goes in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, but I remember being asked that question a lot, and like not being able to participate fully, and because I said yes to that question. Wow. So, yeah. What ifs? Yeah. Um, what about you? Any technique that you really enjoy that you found that you actually, you like on the receiving end? Or you like giving on the end? Giving end? Like your signature move or anything? <laughs> you know, I don't like a lot of, like, direct stimulation on my clit unless I'm really turned on first. So oh. I've found that, yeah, like, 
um, nipple play and touching all over my body and lots of kissing and all of that. Like I need to have some foreplay before I have the foreplay, right? Like, <laughs> like I need a lot of touching and kissing before the, uh, someone goes down on me. Um, but I don't know, like some, some people just really know what they're doing down there. Um, you know, they, they know how to give just a, the right amount of pressure mm-hmm. and which is so hard cause it's different for, for every everyone. single person. So it just happens to their technique and what you need, your needs yeah, just, just line, line up, up. Mm-hmm. or they're really good at listening to how you respond oh, and how your yeah. body responds. Mm-hmm. Cause I've, I've noticed that too, that some people just, you know, are just really patient and kind of alert to what muscles are you tensing? What sounds are you making? And that sort of thing. So that's good. But I've like, it's not receiving. Isn't one of my favorite things. Like I have only come that way maybe twice ever. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's really, it's great for, you know, as foreplay. Yeah. I enjoy that. Um, and then giving like, um, I don't know that I really have a technique with women, but I've certainly made a lot of them come that way that I've been with. And um, for men, like, I I think most men, like, you know, a hand on their dick at the same time as your mouth. Yeah. And the tongue right in the... I can't remember what it's called. It's It starts with an F. It just flew out of my mind. But it's the... It's basically the clit of the dick (laughs) (laughs) where like all of their nerve endings um, are together, like right under the head. I am so bad with names today and theme and words just in general today. I don't know. Maybe it's, (laughs) do I need more coffee? (laughs) Um, But you know, maybe I need, maybe I need some service. (laughs) (laughs) But putting, just putting your tongue right there Mm -hmm. and that, you know, most sensitive area and going crazy with that while you're what was the word i'm getting the piece of aramatio 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 yeah Yeah, while you're up and down going on the aramatio Mm -hmm. i think is pretty effective yeah like moving a hand at the same time um yeah i would say um a lot of that or kind of the whole like start licking the balls and then go up to the head give right around the edge of the head some attention with like a tongue as you're gripping like the shaft of the penis um and then um but I like I totally put my lips way over my teeth like oh way over way over and so I think that's why I can get so deep and with my jaw, but it'll end up being where on the other side of my lips, my teeth almost cut because after like doing that for so oh, long, yeah. going, you know, up and down, up and down. So that's why it like will get actually more sore before my jaw uh-huh. um, because I am always so worried. I'm just going to like scrape that with teeth, which it, well, it's bad for men, us too. We're like, ah, you know, my men really likes a little teeth, just a little bit of pressure mm-hmm. or something. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Just slightly. And then my other guy, he's got a very big head. <laughs> and so <laughs> having him down my throat a lot is super hot, but it, it also like, it gives me a sore throat the next day. I'm yeah. Like, oh, what? That? <laughs> um, no I still remember when I had braces the first time when, and I was working at a restaurant as a hostess. And I was like 16 and this middle-aged man, you know, and I smiled and he's like, oh, nice black and Decker pecker wreckers. And I was like, so fucking mortified. What a dick. What a gross, creepy man for one. Yes. But I just remember being mortified and being like, oh my God, I will never give anyone head with braces. (laughs) For one, that was super creepy. But for me as like a 16 year old, I feel like everything everyone says is creepy. Well, how would, I mean, so, why would anyone say that to anyone, but especially to a teenager? Yeah. Oh, no. And I'm, and he had been, had a few to drink while he was at the restaurant. So it was just like, Still okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, highly inappropriate. I'm sure someone would have said something like, no, which I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad more conversations are being held and more men are being held accountable for what they say. And yeah. women, mm. you know, <clears throat> 
me, maybe, possibly. <laughs> there could maybe be, um, I'm just not, I just like to say what I like to say. <laughs> not that I'm creepy to people, but I don't censor myself too often, and I'm a, a bit of a perv, so. Yeah, I don't have a good filter either, and I'm also a perv, so. We have that I common. haven't seen that come out quite yet. You haven't hung out with me enough. Yeah. I'm I'm like an out of the blue, we'll say a nasty, dirty comment, and people are like, what the fuck? I'm like, yes, 14-year-old boy over here. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. And the whole, that's what she said, person. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, so oral is a whole different world. There's some good things that come from it. There's some, you know, scary things that I can see why people are hesitant mm-hmm. to try it. But um, all in all, it comes down to your comfort level. And hopefully this gave you a little bit of education and a little bit of, like, courage to try something new. Because we've been there. We've had that awkward thing. Oh, oh so many awkward where I'm like, ow, what the fuck are you doing down there? <laughs> Like I swear someone was gonna like like was trying to like suck my clit out of my body, but it hurt. It was not comfortable. Um, or like suck a lip into their mouth and pull at that. I was like, no, That's not I enjoyable. don't like that. Nibbled. I, I don't like that. Maybe maybe there are women out there who like. There probably are, right? There are people who yeah. like everything, but that's that definitely not, not my. That is not for me. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I mean, it would feel like the same if I like. I've sucked like a, a nut in my mouth. <laughs> God, that sounds so beautiful when I <laughs> describe it that way. Or, you know, where you're kind of, but not like a pull afterwards, you know. Right. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like what it would be equivalent for, but. Um, or like licking the taint. That's a very sensitive area. Mm. Um, that's probably as close as I get to the bum. <laughs> And that's after a shower. Yeah. That's not even a wipe. <laughs> I need shower with really good smelling soap. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, hair, shape, size, uh, scent. Women definitely, I think, are more pungent and have different scale and, like, level of scent down there yeah. and discharge and yeah. we didn't even talk about r- red wings <laughs> what are red wings oh sweetheart i love this <laughs> <laughs> do tell so when you eat someone out when they're on their period oh. you earn your red oh. wings because you get like red all over red your all mouth face. yeah i've never heard that before anyway yeah That's it's cute. so pretty didn't but yeah i god no would never let anyone ever eat me out on a period i I really, really, really struggled with my period in general already. So now I'm fine. I don't have a uterus. I don't have to worry about that anymore. But (laughs) um, yeah, I think that would be like, I'd be like, oh, God, no, don't do that. You know, even I think with like a tampon, I wouldn't have let anyone go down there. And like, I just was always disgusted with myself anyway. Like I couldn't even handle. (laughs) Obviously, I had some deep seated emotional (laughs) issues with my period. But um yeah, we didn't even like talk about like different. We can we can talk about it right yeah, now. Yeah, we can talk We're about it done. right now. Yeah, We're we not done. We're not done. Hey, and if you're still listening, I'm so proud of you. Congratulations <laughs> on making it to nearly the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, that's something where they ate a girl out on her period, and they were like, "This isn't that bad." And then they got a blood clot, and they were like, "What?" <laughs> So I was like, yeah, don't. Yeah. I think someone even telling me that story, I was like, oh, God, don't, don't. I don't even want to. And I wasn't even like a cloudy person. Anyway, yeah. I'm, like, I'm okay with it if the period's really light. If you're at the end of it, mm-hmm. then that's fine. But I bleed so heavily the first two days. Mm. I bleed as much the first day as most women bleed over the length of their whole period in the yeah. week. Um, so, and I'm cramping and I'm grouchy. And fuck no. Just yeah. bring me some hot chocolate and put in a movie and give me a back rub and ask me what else I need. That is yeah. your job today. Right? Yeah. And then, um, and then we can talk about other things the rest of the week. Yeah. Um, so I felt like that was the most, that was also another time because I was so like shut down to anyone giving me any attention down there during my period that that was also an expectation of, well, if you're under construction, it's my turn. 
to receive. Mm. You know, it's like, bitch, I don't fucking owe you just because my (laughs) uterus is freaking the fuck out. Like, I would get so frustrated at that, too. I'm like, that's that's not even like and not even that it has to be even if you're a great giver and if you're want to just receive, you know, and your partner's fine with that. That's fine. I don't want it. There's no reason to keep score. No, 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 no. But I was just like, that was unfair to me. And I already hated it. And I was like, trust me, if I could stop this on my own, I would. This mm-hmm. is not something I enjoy. This is not something I want to, that I'm con- controlling and that I'm giving you the period excuse because I don't want to do anything. You know, it's like, <laughs> no, I don't fucking want to do anything. I don't want anyone to touch me. I hate my life. <laughs> I hurt. I'm gross. I, everybody, you know, I'm breaking out. You know, like it's just all the fucking things. All the fucking things. We can talk about periods all day, but Yeah. So I felt like, you know, maybe that's another reason I had a bad relationship with it, too, is because there was some of that expectation. Um, And then... Yeah, I think expectation can really ruin it. It really does. You should be um, surprised with with delight. Yeah. You should be delightedly surprised when it happens. And... um, Instead of, like, you know, it's, it's time for you to service me. And, you know, we're talking about, like, communicate with your partner... And let's say your partner says this one thing, mm-hmm. doesn't mean they can't change their mind. Yeah. It doesn't mean their likes or nerve endings or things change as they age or, and other or things change. Just like in your, like I know personally in my cycle, mm-hmm. things oh, feel differently. Nerves change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you're, I can tell you all the medical things. <laughs> but yeah, you get like your um, clitoris extends and, and, and there's different stages of your clitoris with stages of your cycle yeah. and your cervix as well. So if like sex is super painful during a time, it could just be because that's like when your cervix is hard and low, mm. maybe it's hard and high, low and soft. Fuck, I can't remember. Yeah, it's okay. But I don't have one anymore. I don't think about <laughs> it. <laughs> but yes. So, you know, things change, um, depending on that cycle. Um, there's also, Oh, we talked to a, about not and we weren't recording when we talked about this but um giving oral sex to a man after he's been inside of a different woman and that oh my taste God, we did forget to talk about yeah. that i love that so yeah. much i think it's so hot i would agree i'm not a huge fan like right after you've been inside me and then yeah. i'm like looking my own stuff I'm off not, i'm like yeah that's this is me hot. i'm like yeah. eh. i don't know if it's and it's not like Ew, gross, I won't do that, but it's just like, I'm the one who did that. Yeah. I want to clean it up. Right, I know. <laughs> yeah, that's not a turn-on for me, but if you've been inside somebody else... I don't know what oh, it is. Oh, there's something so there hot is. about that. that are, there totally that's, is. That's the situation where I'm like, I want you to be dominant and, like, grab my hair and go to town. I'm just you sticking know? it in my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um... No, what are other different situations that can kind of change the pleasure factor? Or so I have a really hard time splitting my concentration, so or, oh, or attention. So gotcha. like I don't do sixty nine well. I don't even really enjoy it when I'm going down on somebody and someone else is going, you know, like fucking me or something yeah, from yeah, behind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just can't concentrate on both those things, so it's not really pleasurable for me that one is fun one though i do like that one getting fucked while i'm eating someone else yeah. uh, or vice versa where yeah. i'm getting eating out like eating out but i think it's just a weird play for me anyway i could see that and 69 is hard like i have to really like while i'm doing it i'm either only giving you attention and not really paying attention to what's happening to me yeah which then what's the point I've been able to get off once or maybe twice that I can think of doing 69 because I was like, just fucking turn it off. Like, I need to just turn up my goddamn brain <laughs> um, and just feel, you know, yeah. and just go with the motion. And so I think we just kind of synced up with, like, the timing of things, too. Mm-hmm. That, I don't know. I can't remember what, like, kind of made that work out, but I was like, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, there's just so many different things that can increase or decrease the pleasure of oral mm-hmm. on both sides giving receiving all sorts of things um so everyone's different but there are i just want to say go out and do it <laughs> eat this you... clam bitch <laughs> well 
on that note, maybe yeah. we should give each other some homework. Um, sure. Don't. I don't know what to give you, though. I was like, please don't ask me to eat ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would never. Because I don't want you to ask me to do that. <laughs> um, hmm. For our viewers. Or viewers. What the fuck are we on? Listeners. For our listeners, we can do... Um, you know, just let us know. Are you a giver, receiver? What do you prefer? What's... Um, just an awesome experience you had why do you think it made it that awesome experience try to think about that a lot of times it is like a just a kind of a things just align it was a good temperature in the room and we weren't distracted or you know it was like super spontaneous or maybe it was planned and it was kind of like super exciting because we Held it to this pedestal or something. I don't know. Why yeah. would it be? Do you have a Do you have a fantasy involving oral? I would say probably the whole you know where it's like getting fucked and then eating yeah. someone out or that's a hard just one for me to assign you. I can't be like go find yourself a unicorn this week. <laughs> I can't think of any homework. I can't either. That's fine. We gave yeah. our listeners homework. That's true. Oh. Think How about this? Okay. Have some great oral sex this week. I can do that. Okay. I'm going to go above and beyond with my oral sex. Okay. <laughs> I really think Take I need it to. to. The next level. I think, you know, sometimes it's just put back on the back burner it or is, like something yeah. else is focused on or, you know, something else is it, just as exciting. It's so. easy to get lazy and get into Oh my a God. Because you do have to work a little bit harder than just uh-huh. sex. Oral sex does take mm-hmm. a little bit of time and effort, and okay, cool. Okay, I will do it. Okay, all right. Well, until next time. Yes. Thank you, Pamela. Thank you, Mariah. Yeah. And what's puberty? Puberty. Well, puberty's a lot of things. Here's the piece. When you hear about it first, it sounds very strange. Oh, if it really bothers you, you should see a doctor. Then at puberty, certain glands begin to work, and our bodies begin to change. It enlarges the penis itself. And there's a center opening between those two, which is called the vagina. The sex education you wish you had in high school. Maybe a diagram will help.